Play-By Podcast is hosted on the Abnormal Mapping Network, which you can find at abnormalmapping.com or support through Patreon at patreon.com forward slash abnormalmapping. They left us here to die way back when. The Solar Union, the moons that would become the Commonwealth. In the beginning, they'd taken anyone. The destitute, the hungry, the desperate. Anyone willing to sign their life away contract themselves to a life of servitude, and take a one-way flight to the edge of the territory. A life of hard work for a percentage, shaved off interest on their relocation fees, remainder passed to the next generation. Company script for the company store. Things only got worse as time went on. Contracts meant our work continued apace until Pluto was no more mined and extracted of anything of use until all that remained was a field of debris, cold and dead and alone on the fringes of the territory. A whole damn planet killed by the gentry and their greed. We understood our part in it, too. Our labor had been the murder weapon. And while they skulked away with the pilfered remains, we mourned. Not only the scale of the loss we'd helped inflict, but our own sorry situation as well. The Sharon Freeholds and the thing that had once been Pluto were not unalike in the end. Alone, adrift, dying. But in that desperation we found a drive. We would be goddamned if we were going to die out here. The only memory of what had been done in the dark. by podcast an actual play podcast about storytelling through the medium of tabletop role-playing games i'm michael the gm and today i'm joined by leon barnes hey how's it going liam higgins his donut is fucking fantastic <laughs> i hear that brother <laughs> and max co fucking brag about it no, really good. christ cost me 300 red cents <laughs> right. they don't have a lot of those in california i hear they really don't <laughs> so in the last episode 
you guys had made it to the Sharon Freeholds and offloaded your cargo of Sidonian refugees from the recent conflict on Mars. And uh, with a little bit of downtime, you decided to uh, take yourselves out, check out the dockside bars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you guys had a hell of a time. Uh, <laughs> Scarlet cracked his head open on the floor and a table. Worth it. Otto danced around like a maniac. Mm-hmm. He did. And Beatty got to witness uh, the capacity for human foolishness. And that's the that's <laughs> intelligence. A good word for it. I- intelligence. <laughs> sure, sure. Sure. Or lack thereof. Yes. <laughs> but after the merriment, Otto had revealed that he had squirreled someone away underneath the floorboards of the vehement. Very normal and not a strange thing to do at all. Not Poe-esque in the slightest. No, no not even. It was uh, prearranged, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> and uh, that individual, a, a man of the gentry, his name was Alak Valance, his macaw, Raptor. Mm-hmm. And speaking of macaws, boy, is the entire share on Freeholds lousy with macaws. It's really a problem. More exciting than pigeons, though. Yeah, I mean, they they fill the same sort of space. I don't know. I feel like macaw would be a lot worse. They're louder than a pigeon. Mm. I don't. They're prettier though. They are prettier, but then that's, you got that constant noise. Have you seen a pigeon? I I pigeons are fine animals. Pigeons are the they're the same family as doves. Hmm. But anywho, <laughs> we could argue about birds all day. We argue, yeah, we could argue about pigeons all day. You can Google any <laughs> amount of animals you want. But that doesn't stop the fact that while Scarlet was taking a shuttle over to Sharon Theta to visit the Pat family and uh, Tower Linwood to see how they were doing in their new uh, living situation on the satellite, and while Beatty and Otto were helping with the local macaw population at one of their sanctuaries, and Otto was enjoying himself a fine, greasy Philly cheesesteak. Some good hangover food. Oh yeah, after the all of the plutonian dusts, yeah. The station came under attack, or it seemed to have, as it was rocked by an explosion and a number of alarms and emergency lights snapped on. But that was Ada. That's the one that Scarlet's on. That's not ours. Theta. Theta. <laughs> oh, Theta. Theta. Sorry. Ada's, Ada's gone, right? Ada's the one that's gone? Ada's the one that's gone. Ada was destroyed early in the Sharon Freeholds. Damn. But I will say, back on the... To, to jump in, back on Sharon Alpha, uh, it is a similar sort of situation. Not oh, so much cool. with the, the explosions, but there are a number of warning lights have sent the dockside into this eerie red glow. Fuck. <laughs> um, Turns quick, out the problem is everything. <laughs> yeah, quick aside. Um, the cool dockmaster... Linwood? Linwood Barrett, yeah. Linwood Barrett. He was like, what if we got your cool mechs outfitted with jets and fixed up and stuff? Right. Did that happen? <laughs> you did not take him up on the offer, so no. Damn. Well, I already have jets. Yeah, did you, I manage to fix okay. my jets over the course of... Yes, we did. We we got the jets fixed, but uh, the light, your gun arm is a little shaky. Like it's shaky. a little looser than usual, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it did come all the way off. Fair. All right. That's what I wanted to know. All right. Um, BD's course of action is definitely to go directly to the ship from wherever they are. Okay. And Otto, same? Why not? 
<laughs> yeah, you don't want to just hang around while the, sh the station is potentially under attack? Yes, I, I do suppose that I must uh, vacate the premises. You, so you both hoof it back to the vehement. Scarlet. Yeah? How are you doing, buddy? Well. Last we saw you, you were standing outside of the apartment block where the Pats are staying. And things went a little sideways. Just a smidge. Uh, there are people running past you now. Okay, so as far as I'm concerned, the Pats are still in the house. As far as you know, yes. So, in classic gung-ho fashion, I'm gonna go in okay. and see if I can find them. So, I don't know if it, I don't know what kind of a door we're dealing with or what kind of situation we're Can I just... Oh, it's like, like a bit too big, like back-to-back -back double, double wooden oak doors. There's no oh. like, key fob to get in, though. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a... Oh, so it just opens. Yeah, it's like a pair of like school doors. Okay, then I'm gonna, I'm going in. All right, and you've you've got their address. It's on the fourth floor. Yeah, so I'm just gonna head up some. I'm assuming it's only stairs. There's not like any. There would be an elevator, but this seems like an emergency. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Might be so time gonna, for stairs. Yeah, I'm gonna head up the stairs and then just constantly saying shit, 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 shit. And then there are people like heading down around you. And I'm not going to make you roll anything for that because that would be rude. <laughs> I already have a concussion. Leave me alone. <laughs> you have a pretty bad one, too. Yeah, leave me alone. Right, you, you, you work your way through this uh, oncoming group of people heading down the stairs to the fourth floor. Find your way to the apartment where the Pats are staying. Uh, and I'm, frantic I'm just going to frantically knock on the door like... Uh, the door cracks open. You can see a little, like, chain Good foley, by the way. And thank you, thank you. Yeah, very nice. And you don't see anyone in the doorway, and then you look down, and it's Fremmy. And they are just looking up at you. Fremmy! They look at you, they, like, make eye contact with you, and then look at the door lock. And back to you. Where's your dad? Fremmy, like, pivots and runs back into the apartment a little ways. And comes back a few moments later, like, with Tower's sleeve in one hand. And Tower's looking down at Fremmy to the door, which is cracked open. And then he sees you. Okay. And he immediately unlocks it and lets you in. Uh, I'm heading, I'm walking in. Or, what? Scarlet, what, what's happening? You don't hear, you don't hear the faint sounds of people scrambling and leaving and everything? T Tessie and I were just, we were just getting some things together. We were getting ready to go. What the hell is happening? Your, your guess is as good as mine, pal. I, I, we just got here. Okay, yeah. Everyone, grab your shit. We need to get the hell out of here. There's another explosion. Uh, the station rocks. Today, people! It's a little closer this time. You hear shouts outside. And the Pats uh, and Tessia and Tower are all scrambling around their apartment, just throwing things into duffel bags. There's like a half-open suitcase. Okay. Uh, while they're busy getting crap together, can we? Do we all have our comms? Are we still on? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna try and see if I can get in touch with uh, my compatriots and figure out what the hell's going on or what's happening here. All right. All right. So, yeah, there, BD, you, and Otto both get a call from mm -hmm. Scarlet. All right. So shit's going bad over here. I don't know if it's like that. For you guys, but uh, shit's gone bad. 
It's not good. If you mean the sudden alarm system, I'm afraid I'm un- unaware of the situation that has caused it. Oh, okay, cool. Might want to get on that. I got a lot of people who are trying to get the heck off of here. Off? Is is there something other than the alarm? I don't know. Everyone's just frantically getting the heck out of their apartments. I'm going to the docks to speak with Linwood and then to the ship to retrieve our mechs. Will do. I, I turn off the comms and get back to... And then what do you do, Scarlet? Uh, are they done packing? Yes, they've gotten everything together. They're heading for the door. The, we're getting the hell out of there. This is like National Lampoon's vacation. We gotta hit the road. <laughs> We gotta hit the road, Jack. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not l- laying in Holiday Road here. This is not a good time. <laughs> oh, this might be the best. It's ar- it's arguably never a good time for a Christmas vacation because that movie is not very good. Ooh, Ooh. Hot Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Lost all of our followers. All right, so Scarlet, you get back out onto the street. Yeah, with the Pats and Tower. Yeah, I'm keeping them all. Close. I pre- also, I pretty much piggybacked Fremmy. Aw. Because that's a small child. <laughs> there seems to be a very strong wind, which is worrisome because there's never wind inside of a, of a space oh, station. No. Oh, no. Can I, it's really can I place strong. where it's coming from? Uh, it's probably down the street from you heading east. But you can, you can feel this wind and you can hear distantly this mechanical whirring. Like anchors moving. Oh no! Um, just the snapping of trees and the cracking of masonry. So people are running away from that wind, right? Oh yeah, they're running away. They're running. Technically, it would be upwind. Uh, okay. Um, I turn around the tower and I'm just like, "All right, get everyone out of here. Just, just keep going." Uh, should Should we follow everybody else? Yeah, or? just follow everyone else. Just stay away from. Them. Just stay away from over there. Oh, okay. Okay. Come on, everybody. And Tower, like, holding his hat down on his head, running into the wind, head down. Um. Holding, like, the the chain of the triplets. (laughs) And then uh, Tessie on the other end with the other hand. Good. Okay, cool. Like a very dangerous game of Red Rover. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) And then you feel the wind start to die down a little bit. And the sound of the anchors becomes a lot clearer. Okay. And there, and you look down the street, and you can see these twenty-foot-tall hulking forms with these massive weapons, sort of a gunmetal blue to them. Fuck. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Oh yeah, you know what time? Why it is. now? <laughs> I know exactly why now. Ah, uh. <laughs> wait! I, I'm sensing Max looking directly at me. <laughs> I'm actually burning lips. My face in distress is what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! You're really fucking with us today, aren't you? I know th- exactly why now, both from a meta perspective and from a story perspective. <laughs> yeah, no. Sh- yeah, no. <laughs> the, the Doylist and the Watsonian perspectives. Mm-hmm. Don't want to give away too much both too soon. Things. Look, I'm a fan of the characters. I know the things that would hurt yeah. them. Fine. Okay. <laughs> so, while everyone's... Run, I'm going to walk towards the anchors. Sorry? I'm walking towards the anchors. Say that one uh, more time for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm Scarlet, going towards... are you walking toward these anchors? Slowly, Unarmed. Slowly oh. with hands up. Unarmed. You, you've seen a Jovian anchor <laughs> before. You were there at uh, when you guys landed for a moment... At Miranda. 
Um, yeah, but what about the ones that were the ex-Jovians on Mars? <laughs> <laughs> Obliterating all the, all the local military police. True. Mm. These look uh, relatively new. They don't look weathered or worn as you're making your approach. It's a slow approach. I'm not like fast walking here. They're like coming down the street in a sort of V formation. Three of them. Do they seem to be slowing down at all when they see him? You see uh, the one in the left flank point you out. And then they begin to approach a little slower with their weapons pointed a little further down. Not street level. Just high enough to scare you. But I'm going to guess you're not scared, are you? I'm cautious. You're scared. Eh, do, I, do you want me to roll for scared? No, no. Any normal human being would be scared. Yeah, you yes, heard... I'm scared. No, you, you, if you're cautious, you're cautious. Okay. I think there's an undercurrent of fear, but caution, <laughs> caution is a good one to hear out of your mouth. Yeah. yeah for once. I know. Listen, there are ki- there are kids here. A little bit of cuidado goes a long way, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> that it does. <laughs> that it do. Oh man. <laughs> Check the chat, I guess. <laughs> I am once again asking you to develop critical thinking skills. <laughs> Listen, Scarlet is not good at that. I know. Scarlet, as they're making their approach, the, the lead anchor, you see the cockpit open, and there's a, a pilot inside, Natch. I'm about to say, please don't let it be who I think it was going to be. Who, who'd you think it was going to be? Tell me that. I would be more concerned that it would be the guy who uh, you got in like a little piss fight with on, on Miranda. Please don't give him ideas now. Oh, uh, one of uh, Starsky or Hutch? Yeah. <laughs> Starsky. No, it's it's not Starsky. And it's not Hutch either. No, those guys are those guys are like airplane police. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Fucking TSA. <laughs> Oof. Militarized TSA. This is a hell world. What gonna hell? What gonna hell? What gonna hell? So a TSA that actually has something to do is what you're uh, saying. Oh We'll continue to violate your civil rights though. Every mm-hmm. airport's fucking mm-hmm. different, man. They always like. I feel like the rules change everyone. I'm like, how liquid is this stuff? Like, are you really, are you really stopping anything? <laughs> I feel like they're it's a different rule every time. They're stopping you from leaving. Yeah, it's true. Oh man. But Scarlet, as the as the anchor continues its approach, you see the pilot wrench themselves out of their seat and stand on the lowered little platform that the hatch has made, and the anchor continues forward. The pilot takes a step out, and there's a tiny little like rope that descends they attach themselves to it and rappel down to street level mm-hmm. still sort of hanging off of the anchor as it's coming toward you moving a little bit pendulum-esque okay and then they're about 10 feet from you now what do you do so is he kind of within yelling distance oh for sure okay i'm gonna kind of just stop where i am just kind of keep my hands up keep still Mm-hmm. And just kind of just calmly say, like, so you mind telling me what you guys are doing here? Because something tells me this is really, 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 really dangerous. 
the pilot, the man on the rope, as it comes back toward you, he hops off of it and lands just in front of you. Comes up to standing, pistol in hand. Okay. You don't look like you're from around here, pal. Well, you, you wouldn't be wrong. Mm. Well, you picked a bad time to come to the Freeholds. Um, looks like it. So what's bringing the Jovians over? I think that's a little above your pay grade, pal, and this has been nice, but this conversation is over. And he raises the pistol. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. He's finger on the trigger. What do you do? Oh, jeez. <laughs> what do you do, Scarlet? Finger on the trigger? Finger on the trigger. Oh, God, this is going to be really annoying. Oh, if you die? Yes, that would be very annoying. <laughs> I will say, Leon? Yeah? He's pointing a gun at you, but his anchor is open <laughs> and pilotless. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, my man. Oh, my God. Just, just to seed some ideas if you're uh, at a loss. This is going to... Oh, this can go one of two ways. This can go one of two ways. You can and one of the you can live. Ah, <laughs> uh, I guess I'm gonna try and well, I'm gonna first see if I can deflect the gun off of me. Hmm. So like some John Wick stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, that how good's sounds... your physique? <laughs> yeah. How is your physique, my man? Because that sounds like it's a assault. plus one. That's oh. not terrible. It's not terrible. Nothing. It's that, that's. That's not bad odds. Uh, roll me a launch assault. Here we go. <laughs> Eight. Eight? Is that with your plus one? Yep. Okay. Oh, wait, no. With my plus one, it's nine, I mean. Sorry. That's seven to nine. Almost to ten. Almost perfect. So close, but not death worthy. Not dead. Not mm. dead. <sighs> okay. All right. Unas dos tres so, in some quick judo fashion, I you grab you like grab his wrist. I grab his wrist quickly, pull him away, make sure the gun's out of my face. Question: Do you want the gun? I don't want the gun. Okay. I just want to keep it away and out of the direction of civilians. Not wanting the gun is going to change some things. <laughs> Fuck. Wanting the gun flung away is, I think, the goal. Yeah, I was going to go for okay. that. Okay, okay, I see. I'm being so honest. He, bad guy doesn't have it. Yeah, I was just going to... Scar doesn't have it either. I was just going to make sure he can, like, toss the gun away. Okay. Maybe, like, knocked out of the hand very far. And then with some quick movement, I I don't... I basically kind of just do some judo and kind, and kind of trip him up. So I can have some time to hack into the mech. As you run towards it. Yep. <laughs> uh, Hang on, I'm looking up. I'm looking up rules for injuries. <laughs> there it is. Okay, so you can only have one in injury of each severity. Oh, this is gonna be bad. We hate Leon's characters. They always hey. do something bad and get killed. We hate no. that they never get first aid ever. <laughs> <laughs> you guys had downtime too. And in that downtime, he gave himself a concussion. That's true. He made it worse. <laughs> and a jump injury. <laughs> okay. Leon? Scarlet? Yeah? You grab the grab his wrist mm -hmm. to get the gun away from him. And as you pull it away, the, the target moves from about your chest to your shoulder. And it goes off just as you get it out of his hand, and you take a bullet to probably the upper bicep. Uh, that's going to be... Mm, 
That's pretty severe. That's a severe wound. I I imagine. Uh, take the severe injury. Shot. <laughs> you have been shot. I got shot. But the gun is tossed down the street, clatters to the pavement. Okay. And now the other anchors have taken notice of what you've done. I'm going to keep making my merry way running to the anchor. Okay. The open anchor. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. And hack my way in. So, I mean, Leon, you don't need to hack it. It's a, it's a machine. You can just pilot it. <laughs> well, I wasn't sure if it was like some kind of weird thing where it's like only certain people could use it. Uh, no, as far as you know, these things aren't genetically locked. Okay. The military's not going to spend money on that. <laughs> That's just a bluff BD told once. <laughs> well, one of them is is was locked to a specific person, kind of. Mm. Okay. So I was only partially lying and badly. Hmm. So you you are in this anchor now. You've you've stolen a Jovian anchor. Great. <laughs> it's kind of stock though, as far as military grade Mexico. Not not like Katsu Sakura. Nothing like no, that. No, it's it's. It's it's like a tier two. Oh, it's, like, it, it's only no. real adjective is armed, and it's got like a big rifle. Oh no! But it seems like the other two uh, Jovian mechs also only have big rifles with ostentatious blades, like, like bayonets. You know, like like the guns. You mean like the like guns the... from Avatar? Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> oh my god! Like from a James Cameron Avatar. We're legally not allowed to mention Avatar in this fucking podcast. Avatar's a, James I'm, Cameron's I'll coming. Do, I will defend James Cameron's Avatar, and I, I for one, look forward to Avatar too. <laughs> <laughs> Me when I start writing my first novel. <laughs> yeah, it's true, dude. The first Avatar, like, it's not a perfect movie, but like the experience of seeing that theater is something I'll never forget. Like, it felt like something. Yeah, the experience the is great. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's whatever. It's basically yeah, the Pocahontas, experience is but... great. It's like being shot in the shoulder and stealing a mech. <laughs> Actually, uh, Scarlet, can you roll me brace for impact? Just, I just want to see if you can resist the the shooting. <sighs> I want to see if we can get you reduced to severity level. Is that plus anything? Uh, plus your armor. Do you have any armor? Uh, I don't I got think two. you do. No. I have two armor. I have two armor. Is that for your mech or for you? I think that's your mech. Oh yeah. no, that's for my mech. Crap. And you are not in the mech right now. So just roll me 2d6. Okay. Let me give it the old toss. Oh, okay. 10. Okay. Severity is reduced by one level. Oh, is okay. there a free level for it to go in? That's a, uh, that is a good point. Because you have jump sickness and a concussion. What are the levels? Uh, level 1 they, jump injury and a level 2 concussion. Minor, major, severe, critical, fatal. He's got minor jump sickness. His major was the concussion, and I, I think you're right, Max, so I think it wouldn't technically move down because it's already being filled. Not to fuck Scarlet over, but like... No, no, you're right. You're right. We're following the rules here. No, yeah. It's, it's still a severe injury, but at least it didn't get any worse. True. I can pilot this anchor. Yeah, you, you have a... You have a bump. It hurts when you move your arm. And you're bleeding, so maybe and rip a piece of fabric and, like, <laughs> Oh, he's it. got no time to do that. There are two heavily armed mechs standing behind him. That is true. Scarlet, what do you do? <sighs> Thought that'd be obvious. I'm going to try and see if I can get rid of... I, I'm guessing I'm going against the mechs. You're, you're mm. turning and fighting? Yeah, I don't know what else to do. I can't just run away at this point. All right. And you're, so you're opening up with the, the gun? Yep. All right, roll me open fire. Actually, 
question. Is your metal or your physique better? Because this I could this could be a launch assault or open fire because it is at close range. My metal is better. It's plus two. Hmm. Hmm. I'll give you open fire. Okay. A nice little spray and pray, you know. As, just just as long as you're sort of, are you sort of bobbing and weaving in the mech, trying to get for like angles and cover? Yeah. All right, yeah, that sounds like open fire to me. Roll me a 2d6 plus your metal. Got it. Because otherwise he's a very open target. Yeah, I'm, he's in the middle of a city. I am. It's not Directly good. in front of them. That also true. Uh, nine, all together. All right. And I'm going to count both of these uh, these enemy mechs as th- a single issue. So that nine will take care of both of them. Nice. Uh, so oh, thank you, God. You, so you're going to win the engagement. Uh, what, what is the outcome? Do you want them dead, uh, injured, incapacitated, retreating, pinned, surrendering? Dead. How d- dead. Okay. Woof. That's a first. All right. I'm going lethal. Okay. Right, do you want to describe to me, like, are you just... Just very well placed shots, or are you doing like the the hard boiled thing where you're just putting the, the gun like right in the cockpit? Uh, how how ruthless is Scarlet? I would say it's well placed, strategically timed shots. Ah, so it's like it's, or not strategically timed, like strategically placed. Right. Okay. Smart but not plays. like bloodthirsty. <coughs> yeah, not you're yeah. not going like straight for the the pilot. You're yeah, just... I'm not going straight for the pilot in the cockpit, but I'm going for something that'll cause the anger to explode. Oh, so, so this is just like that bit in the first Gundam episode where <laughs> Amuro blows up that Zaku. Yep, yeah. it's exactly like that. Oh man, <laughs> it is verbatim just like that. Oh well, if it's verbatim just like that, and you rolled a seven to nine, I'm gonna cause some undesirable collateral damage. I. Don't mind. So with these shots, uh, uh, you you put down these two anchors, and their cores overheat and explode. And the explosion actually causes the nearby like wall of the satellite to rupture, and you are being pulled out into space. Fuck. So are a bunch of people who are still running around you. Fuck! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Ah! That's an undesirable how, how, collateral how, how, damage. How, how big is the hole? How big? Please, tell uh, me. Two 20-foot mechs exploding big? <laughs> oh, God, no. It's big enough for another 20-foot mech to fit through. It's big. <laughs> so it's at least 20 feet in diameter? Can you starfish, maybe? <laughs> Can I? I don't know. Can you roll me, uh, <laughs> roll me face adversity? Son of a bitch. We'll make this... Uh, this is piloting, so roll plus your metal. Okay. <gasps> Boy, am I glad it's plus metal, because that would have sucked. Just, just picture me with my hands over my eyes. <laughs> it's a 10. Ooh, you overcome the opposition or danger, just as you described. So you're, you're starfishing, you're just putting your hands out? Yeah, I'm starfishing, making sure... I'm trying to see if I can stop people from flying out. <laughs> oh, this just is just... anything. This is just like in Border Plenty when I had all those things fall. I didn't realize <laughs> the, the collateral I was doing. Yeah! TB, man. Oh. <laughs> this is some hard collateral right here. Michael, another thing that you've do, you're doing both seasons is fucking up my home. Thanks. Very Sorry. Cool my bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm starfishing. What, what can I say? I'm a fan of the character. Sure you are. <laughs> Compelling. Mm-hmm. So I'm starfishing. 
Yep, and the the uh, sort of automated closure is beginning to happen. Did so it take? A, uh, I'm sorry. A quick, what did it take? Some of the other anchors out at least with it. Uh, there were not that many anchors around you here within oh, not that like, the vicinity of the hole that you just exploded. Okay. Crap. So it it definitely takes whatever was left of those other anchors and probably the pilot who you pulled out. Okay. Cool. So he's not a problem anymore. Okay. Less one less thing to worry about. Or I guess two things. And you hold on just long enough for the hole to be closed by the the bulkhead. Oh, thank God. That was going to be my question. What was problem number three? How was the hole going to close? Oh, they have, they have systems in place for that. Oh, thank they, God. They're just stations in space. They have to be prepared for these things. Cool. I'm done starfishing. All right, you. So you're still. You hop back in to the, uh, to the satellite. Yeah, and it's just like scorched metal and destroyed, like building, in your area. I'm gonna see if I can head back to the people who weren't sucked into this void of space. Okay. Now I'd like to check in with Beatty. Yo. <laughs> you were heading to uh to the docks to Linwood. Yeah, because I mean. From their perspective, they don't know that things are being blown up and there's Jovians. They just know shit's going down. Right. Uh, you you make your way. There are a lot of dock workers sort of stirring and heading in the opposite direction. You you don't know where they're going exactly, mm-hmm. but they, they seem to be mustering for something. And it's easy enough to find Linwood. He's in his office. He is the dock master. Sir, what is the situation and how can we help? Well, he's got like a remote in his hands. He presses a button and you see several different camera feeds around uh, various points of the Sharon Freeholds. And there's just a ring of Jovian starships and uh, mechs. It's just anchors and spacecraft, all Jovian, all the time. Just ringing the station. This one or all of them? The entirety of the Freeholds. And every couple of minutes you see a flash on the deck from the the larger ships as they are firing at the freeholds from a relatively safe position. Are they targeting Theta specifically or just all of them? Just the whole all of them, the whole range. Okay. Who's who's the who's the the governing body of the Sharon freeholds? Like there must at least be like a council. The top it would be the the dock masters, so Linwood would be one of the one of the representatives. Has there been any negotiation? Is that a question in character? Yes. <sighs> there never really is around here with these types. Surely they do not want the satellites entirely destroyed. They desire their resources. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe back when my granddaddy was alive, but not anymore. We're not a threat to them. Is there any way that we can hail them? They'll make their announcement when they're ready to. It's a script I've gone through before. But there must be something we can do in the meantime. They are killing people. In the meantime, we can get everybody prepared. What is the emergency plan? Fight until they get out of here. That's all we've ever done. Those who cannot fight, where do they go? There's a plan in place. They'll be ushered to shelters. If necessary, they'll be brought off of whatever satellite they're on to a more safe location. On the interior, maybe to Delta. Probably the safest place for them. What do you need us to do? Y'all are capable and well-armed. I would appreciate it if you'd uh, help us defend 
the freeholds. Have any mechs already entered the satellites? We've gotten reports of a few exploratory units moving through. I believe it was Theta, Beta. Not sure we have anything running through Alpha yet. Keep me updated should there seem any approach towards Alpha. I have jets on my mech. I can go to Beta. That ought to come in handy. Say, Beatty. Yes, sir. Is this your first time for this? You ever been here when one of our ex-suitors comes calling? Luckily, I have not encountered something like this before, but I am very familiar with Jovian military. Well, there, there's something I think you need to understand about why this happens. Used to be, a long time ago, they did want their resources back. They wanted all the mining equipment. They wanted to be reimbursed for their effort. But that was a long time ago. Nowadays, they just come here to fuck with us and make our lives hell. Humans can be such cruel creatures. Indeed they can. Mr. Von Furstenberg? Yes? Do you intend to fight or do you intend to go to the shelters with the civilians? I'm going to ponder that one. Um... There's another quake as a round hits Sharon Alpha. Oh god. Uh, do the those in the shelter do, the, do they need uh, assistance, sort of uh, guidance, anything like that? There are several, I assume, who have not been rounded up for evacuation yet. I'll I'll, I'll get on that. That sounds very good. I'm not much. I'm not much of a combatant, as it were. Regardless, you should take your mech. I was about to suggest the same. Might get dangerous down there. Fine. If not for your own safety, then for that of the citizens. All right. BD leaves, beelining immediately for the for the vamen and for the right. mech. Short followed shortly behind by Otto, who needs to get his mech to get it down to Alpha. Man, must be nice getting your mechs. <laughs> the Katsusakura hanging. It be, alone. You have a mech. You're fine. You're in a mech. You're a relatively safe comparison. <laughs> My dudes, I think I'm gonna light this candle. All right. Is it the same one from before that we got sponsored by? It sure is. <laughs> and now, and now it's burned down to the point where I can't get a lighter down there, so I have to light uh, it and then light it off of that, which is fine, I guess. You know, that just goes to show how good that candle is. It's a good candle. I just, I'm, I'm also very um, uh, frugal with it. I guess, or not frugal. You know what I mean? Like I'm sparing with it. I don't leave it on like all day long. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So, BD and Otto, as you were making your way through the docks toward the vehement. Walking fast, faces pass. Well, they do pass, and they are very concerned looking. Yeah. Uh, but you, you, you can look out onto the exterior of the station, off into the distance, and you see anchors uh, mobilizing. Uh, relatively old looking kind of patchwork. Very similar to the way uh, the Delta Proxima looks, BD. Hmm. Sort of... Uh, Older models. Hackneyed together, older anchors. Some look like they were uh, patched with like construction grade stuff. Mm-hmm. And then like spot welded to be holding guns. It, it's very much like the car with uh, four doors of different colors. Yeah, yeah. Except it's a mech with a bunch with like missile pods and a machine gun. Yeah, this is an old, I, this is a model I'm very familiar with. And you can actually see some of them getting hit by some of this incoming as you were making your way to the behemoth. And you, uh, it seems as if the, the halls of the docks have emptied out. So you, you have a fairly easy time getting there. 
Uh, you don't have to say much to any of the crew. They know what you're here for and what you need to do. So they get out of your way and let you do it by God. Otto, you launch and make your way to an entrance area for anchors and smaller ships into Sharon Alpha's interior and Beatty. Mm-hmm. You are launching and uh, mustering with the rest of the the Freehold's defenders. Yeah. All right. Good news for you. You don't need to breathe oxygen, so it doesn't need to necessarily be uh, that hermetically sealed, but you are sealed away from the vacuum of space for the time being. Sweet. Just just putting that out there. If anything bad does happen, you'll be fine unless it hits you directly. Yeah. Um. My thought, how, how far are the satellites from each other? Like, how far is Alpha from Beta, basically? They're in sort of a spiral pattern almost. Okay. And they're probably about... How many football fields, Michael? <laughs> our, our gold standard for measurement. Yes, we're Americans, damn are we Are we counting both end zones as well? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so probably about... I'm actually, excuse me, can we go off XFL regulation size? <laughs> Jesus, no, fucking... No, no, and we're certainly not going to go off of Arena Football <laughs> Absolutely League. Absolutely uh, not. They're probably about 700 yards away from each other. Okay. My main question is, could I jet that far? Uh, not without potentially coming under fire. True. Okay. I'll, I'll it stick is kind with of the... a big open space. Yeah, yeah. I'll stick with the mustering force. I'm happy to help where I can. And uh, there's a particularly gruff voice barking out orders on your end uh, hmm. from one of the patchwork anchors from the freeholds. All right, ladies and gentlemen. From where we are, they're too far out for us to hit with small arms. We're going to need to go where they live, knock on their doors. Unfortunately, that leaves us with plenty of ground to cover with very little to protect us. Hey, Michael. Yes? Is there an equivalent to spout lore here? Because <laughs> I there? know a lot about the Jovian military, considering I was... A test dummy for them. Uh, maybe assessment. When you collect critical information about an important, dangerous, or mysterious subject, roll plus the appropriate stat. Okay. I'm assuming this would be an expertise. I wish I had more in expertise, though. Yeah, I would believe so. All right. All right. Well, let me, let me, just before you roll that, let me make sure. Let me make absolutely sure I can't give you some sort of advantage. Yeah, no, this sounds like expertise. Okay. Wish me luck, folks. I don't have a box this. to roll into. Okay. I just barely make it. Okay. That would be a seven. A seven. I will reveal interesting, potentially useful information about the subject to you, or I might ask you to do so. I would like to ask you to do so, Max. Sure. I would be very familiar with their, like, holding patterns and attack, you know, strategies and mm -hmm. whatnot, because I was responsible for testing right. the, how the mech works in, in said strategies. Right. Um, so I would probably know better how to get us to the ship, like what their their plan of attack towards us would be, right. and get as many people alive to the ship as possible. Right. So this is a classic Jovian siege tactic. They hang out just beyond the range of uh, the station's defenses and take pot shots 
to lure the defenders out, and the battle would take place among the Jovian fleet. Um, I also feel like potentially with large ships like that, even with their current cannons, I feel like their cannons would essentially have a blind spot where they can no longer turn. And I feel like I would be relatively familiar with that. That's true. And you would also know that uh, it's a little, it takes a little time for them to reposition properly. Yeah. Especially with the larger ones. So I would love to relay this information if, if his pep talk is complete. <laughs> or if he's, you know, taking suggestions. So you relay that to the group in the yeah. all chat? Yeah. This is a, this is a world chat and I'm informing them of the essentially like blind spot zones of the Jovian, you know, military fleet. Not very often we get an expert in Jovian tactics around the freeholds, but I'll take what we can get at this point. What's your name, pal? The name is Beatty, sir. Terrace Riley. I wish we could have met under better circumstances. I get that a lot. All right, folks, we're going to let Beatty take the reins on coordinating this, so follow whatever they want you to do. How many anchors are there? Uh, among you, probably about... 35, 40. Okay. I would definitely want to like make smaller groups. Okay. So like groups of five, 10? Uh, probably closer to five. Okay. That's that's a safe estimate. Wow. Look at the big brain on the robot. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm programmed for, baby. <laughs> baby? Get it. Uh. <laughs> General Kenobi. <laughs> General Kenobi. <laughs> Actually, Grievous isn't a robot. He's, He's a, a cyborg. cyborg. Yes. George Lucas is fucking hack. <laughs> I don't care. You do not insult my man, Grievous. They managed to fuck up Star Wars. Do you guys know how tall General Grievous is? Fucking large. Gre- Grievous is all right. He's packing. He's slinging major dick for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. I'll file oh. that under things I was never prepared to hear. From Liam. Sentences that have never been said before. <laughs> General Grievous slinging major dick. Um, that is definitely a sentence that has been said before. Yeah, hundred percent. Certain corners right, of the internet. I, every every Star it's Wars just one that I didn't want to hear. The, the right, Star Wars right. fandom has like immolated itself to the degree where every character at one point has been like the object of someone's horniness. Like you know, yeah. they've just like it's gone full through like the time knife, and we just can't. <laughs> we just can't <laughs> the time knife. Time the knife. time knife. We just can't deal with it anymore. Or it's right through the you know floor and back out the other end of the universe. I don't know what I'm saying. I like time knife was the right thing to say. Thank you, Beatty. You get these ducks in a row. You get these anchors properly situated. Are you and you guys are about to make your run? Yeah. Let me tell you what you're up against. So in this area around uh, Sharon Alpha, you've got about fifteen large Jovian capital ships. Christ. I don't want to think about how many there are in total. <laughs> oh, this is this is a real like Thermopylae kind of situation. <sighs> yeah. Like you have like maybe 40 anchors and they've got maybe 250. <laughs> yeah. Woo! It is a rough scene. And they all look you know, pretty standard issue uh, additional rockets for space mobility. And and this one sticks out particularly to you because it doesn't look like any other anchor you have ever seen in your life. Ugh, I don't like that. 
Like like anchors are are fairly utilitarian in uh, shape and design. They're kind of boxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of like angles and like proper straight lines. Yeah. Uh, this anchor or whatever it is has a lot of like organic shapes to the metal, and it and where anchors usually only have like that little sensor array, sort of a little bit down the front of them, to act as their eyes. This thing has a, a head. Michael, you just put a real Gundam in it, huh? <laughs> you just put a, you just put all, I mean, it's your, it's your, it's your story. You can pick the movie, but like you did, in fact, you just put a whole Gundam in it, huh? It's like a Gundam standing among uh, Battletech mechs. Oh, boy. Ah, uh, yes, okay. Gundam. Oh. Gundam's the Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> full circle, full circle. Yeah, there we go. It, it stands out because it is the one of, its kind among a sea of standard issue rank and file anchors. What's the scale ratio on this bad boy? Uh, same size as the okay. rest of them. It, it's just built differently and it looks sleek and mm-hmm. dangerous. Some re- rich bitch is in there, yeah. <laughs> it's all about the ego though with for, uh, those motherfuckers. I'm laughing for a very specific reason. <sighs> we got ourselves a rich bitch. This will be. This will come back. This is a special tool to help us later. I hate <laughs> you so much, Michael. Oh, about to be a real heel. All right, so BD, you begin the approach I with do. your small army. Yeah, with a gang. Uh, roll me a face adversity. <gasps> that doesn't add anything, does it? Uh, face adversity would be. Uh, this would be plus metal. Sweet, that would be an eight. Hey. I'm just like the king of sevens lately. I mean, I had a six and I added one earlier, but still. So the danger is overcome, but at a price. Yeah. So as you are all wheeling and zigging and zagging and going full serpentine, taking advantage of the full 360 degrees of movement you have in open, empty space. Yeah. Just zooming around, incoming mag rounds and lasers. And missiles, of course, Natch. Uh, you do lose a few people on the way in, unfortunately. I mean, I knew it was going to happen. I'm just not happy about it. Uh, it whittles you down to... So you started with 40. This will bring you down to about 27. Okay. Whoa! I was 28, so I'm glad we're on the same wavelength here. Yeah, around there, yeah. But you are there, ducking and weaving among the Jovian ships from... Now a lot uh, smaller arms fire from the nearby anchors and mm-hmm. weaving between the anchors on its side and heading directly toward you and your group is that strange white anchor. Mm-hmm. So this is another kind of... I am not familiar with this anchor, but I am familiar with how Jovians build anchors. Correct. Um, and so I think I'm going to do an assessment and I'm just going to try and figure out like what likely weak points that this mech has, especially if it's built a little bit for aesthetic purposes. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to roll that. Right on. <gasps> More than a seven this time. I rolled a nine and I get it out of one for my expertise, right? Right. So a ten. Uh- 
Wow, I think this is maybe my first full success of the whole season. You know what? Take an XP for that. I don't even know if it's in the oh, rule yeah. book. Thank you. Take an XP. This is Adam good. Coble, Adam Coble and Slash Latour will be nope, sending us. Nope, not this time. Oh, yeah, that's right. Not this time. Shit. Sean Gomez. Sean Thanks, Gomez. Sean. That's right. Scene Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so good news mm-hmm. for you, BD. On a Tim Flush, you gain significant information about the subject and earn a data point about it as well. What does that mean? Uh, data points are small but critically useful bits of information about a particular subject, which can be leveraged to tip the scales during a tense moment. Uh, Love data that. point uh, can be spent to grant a plus one on any role directly involving or leveraging information in the data point. Sweet. Okay. I'm so adding. here's here's big picture. The head is a problem. The fact that it has a defined like. Human yeah. uh, Hit me structure. Here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of a big red dot. <laughs> Actually, two very small big red dots. Yeah, where its eyes are. <laughs> okay. I guess it's it's sensor arrays. So the head, big big target. Yeah. Uh, it's very fast. Yeah, it's very fast. Does I, I'm assuming it's it's got a pretty good um, ex, good at accelerating kind of deal. Oh yes, extremely um, good at accelerating. However. Like a bull in a zero gravity space, I'd imagine mm. it is not great at breaking. <laughs> it's actually terrible at that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because I would love to take advantage of moving that. that much metal at speed. Yeah. Definitely not going to stop on a dime. I basically want to pull some uh, some the bull. But what's right. it called? Bullfighting maneuvers. Yeah. I'm trying to pull some bullfighting shit. Yeah. It it does like pivot and turn at a rate that would suggest oh like there there can't possibly be a human being inside that thing it is moving at like the g-forces alone would be terrible for a human body oh boy okay so if there is a person in there they are not having a great time bro they are straight up not having a good time (laughs) not right now (laughs) so so it may or may not be piloted by an ai okay and all of the disadvantages and uh, advantages that come with being piloted by an artificial intelligence. Yeah. The algorithm is inside the robot. Priority one is fuck with the sensor array. Okay. Uh, however, the other half of priority one is uh, defensive maneuvers. Oh, uh, I'll give you one more. Uh, so the the majority of this this anchor is like very pristine and white, uh, but along its like the back of it, you can see it's just bare metal and this very large black uh, sort of hunch almost that looks like it might contain a core. Potentially, uh, something important is inside that that little space on its back. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking Zelda monster, I guess. <laughs> It's got multiple weak points. Yeah. Do with that it. what you will. Okay. I, Th- that's your data point, my friend. Yeah. I think prioritizing, if if it is an AI, I want to prioritize hitting the back weak point because the front weak point would be more of a difficulty for a human because mm-hmm. they need to have, they need to be able to see. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. So yeah, I think I'm going to prioritize that and relay that to my little, my, my, my extra four gang. Okay. So are, are you going to take a shot at it? Um, yes. Give me an open fire and add a plus one because you are dealing with that data point. And 
just in fiction, I will say that plus one is from uh, you relaying that information to your, your group and them keying in on it. Yeah. And trying to help you get that perfect shot. That's another three and a six. Plus one. That is a ten. Thank you. Yeah. I'm using Golden. all my yeah. luck this episode. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. On a ten plus, you win this engagement. Your targets are dead, injured, incapacitated, retreating, pinned, surrendering, etc. How did you want this to square up, BD? Um, it's an AI, right? Maybe. Maybe. I would like it to essentially just become a floating hunk of metal that can't do anything. <laughs> okay. I want it completely disabled, essentially. Okay. So you you find an opening as it's careening toward you through the fire. What is your your weapon again? Your your what is Delta's weapon? I have an auto cannon. Ooh, cool. So you fire that off into the thing's back where that hunch is where you assume like the all the computation gets done. Yeah. And you just see electricity and explosions just rocketing off of it. And then you see the chest cavity like slide open and a large Probably about like six foot tall container just out into space floating and it hangs there motionless. Is it a clear container or is it just? There is a clear space on it. Uh, Everything stops for a moment. All of the, the gunfire, the cannons, it just stops. And two of the other anchors... Two of the Jovian anchors come up alongside it. Take the the anchor, the the downed the little like the special one, and they begin dragging it back with a another group of them providing a covering fire so that they aren't getting snuck up on from behind. There's a third going after the cylinder. Can I see what's in the cylinder for where I am? You know what, BD? Yes, you can. Uh, roll me an assessment. <sighs> I don't want to hear the answer to this. And I'd say roll that plus plus expertise. Okay, that's a six. <laughs> oh, perfect. Ooh. Could not be better. Very Could cool. not be better for me. Very cool, very cool, very cool. Love it, love it, love it. There is a, a figure inside. Uh, you, sort of the usual piloting attire. But they are wearing this very odd headset and floating around their neck in zero gravity is a necklace. Michael, I hate you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Holy fuck. Uh, Would you care to describe that necklace to me, Max? Uh, I would probably assume um, it's a dark blue star-shaped chewy necklace, huh? Correct. I hate you so fucking much. Christ. You really, really on one. Okay. <laughs> you gotta stop doing this to my fictional loved ones. <laughs> okay. And as they're dragging all of these things away, everything begins to pick back up. It just seems like there was a momentary hitch. But as things begin to resume, it seems like the fight's not necessarily in any of them anymore. They, are, they may be pulling back. Wow, the feeling is mutual. <laughs> BD has not moved. Oh, no. <laughs> Since. 
seeing. Yeah. That's rough, buddy. Hey, Otto. Yes. You have brought your anchor down into Sharon Alpha. Mm hmm. Uh, you are making your way toward where you have been told the shelter position is. And you see ahead of you, they have their backs turned to you. There are three anchors in the street ahead of you, striding menacingly toward this crowd of people running into the shelter, just crowding each other around the shelter's entrance. What do you do? Oh, shit. Um, I guess I'd probably uh, go to help the people, right? There are, well, yeah, there, but there are three anchors standing between you and them. I guess, so I'm in my mech or not in my mech right now? Uh, you are in your anchor, yeah. Um, well, I suppose if they're threatening innocent civilians, then I'd better uh, put a stop to it in my own way. I didn't want to fight, but I will if I must. It seems now is the time. Yes, it would seem that way, bollocks. To lay it out, you are in a... So ahead of you, there's like this four-way intersection to what looks like a square. It's laid out very similarly to the, the shelter on Mars. Mm, okay. There's like sort of a, a small square with a little municipal park. Big metallic sheen square building with a big metal door entranceway that is crowded with people. Some of whom probably came here from Cydonia. Sure. So this is happening again to them. God, that sucks. Yeah, it's not great. And these three anchors have their backs turned to you. They're blocking the way into the square. What do you do, Otto? Oh, shit. This is tough, man. Um, oh, man. I mean, the, the odds are against you here, but... Yeah. But these people are going to die if I don't do anything. This could go a lot of different ways. I don't know if I'd be able to save them outright, but I'm going to try to buy them time. That's admirable of you. Yeah, I'll give it a go. All right. Uh, with the lightning cannon? Or are you just going to like... Okay, cool. Wait, 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 what were the options? Lightning cannon or what? Goose I mean, chase. Any, any, <laughs> think of anything you could do in an anchor. I. You want to get into a mech fist fight? That can happen. Yeah, I actually feel more comfortable with that because if I'm shooting lightning cannons, it could have a lot of collateral damage. And if there are people running near there... That's true. Could... That's true. That sounds like something Scarlet wouldn't think of. <laughs> yeah, well, most things are things that Scarlet wouldn't think of. You're not so. wrong. No, no Tina Boom. shade, no lemonade. But... Nope. Hot damn, we're just dumping on Scarlet today. Really, BD is always dumping on Scarlet. It is yeah. appropriate. Otto is pretty neutral towards Scarlet, I feel like, most of the time. Yeah, the totem so pole of friendly abuse goes uh, BD to Scarlet, Scarlet to Otto, and it stops at Otto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. I don't give it out, man. I take it, but I don't dish it. It's that uh, gentry upbringing. One day Otto's going to It's also just call, It's also just being a decent fucking human being. But whatever. <laughs> well, I'm not a human being, so... The people I got grew up around were sniping at each other all the time, man. You kidding? So, Otto. Yes. Roll me a launch assault. So roll me 2d6 plus your physique. Okay. 2d6. Fucking hell. Um, all right. Okay, the first d6 is going to be a 4. Okay, not a bad start. And then the second d6 is going to be... Oh, fuck, I dropped it. Hang on. It doesn't count. It's got the drama. <laughs> I dropped it under my desk, so I didn't use it. Real drama. The anticipation. Okay, the second one's a four as well. So that's an eight altogether, yeah. plus your physique. Uh, which is zero. Okay, so an eight. Mood. Yeah. All right, so you win the engagement. Your targets are dead, injured, incapacitated, 
incapacitated, retreating, pinned, surrendering, etc. But I will give you a consequence. So, so how do you, how did you want this shaking out, Otto? You've won. You, you've managed to turn all three of them. So, so what do you just go in? You charge in on them? Yeah, I think what I try to do is I try to pin them on the ground. Oh, cool. Like, I try to suplex, kind of, a little bit. Oh, yeah! Suplex one and the other. Yeah, suplex one, and then, like, get it down the ground. And then I that, like, dominoes onto the third. Yeah, yeah, that, and then I can maybe try to take their legs out as well. I mean, I, I feel like I feel like Otto would be... He's not a brilliant fi- mech fighter, but he's kind of had enough experience at this point where he can kind of do it. He's been around the block. Yeah. That sounds like you want them incapacitated, and I will give that to you. I just love the image of a mech suplexing another mech into yeah, a different maybe. mech and then, Doesn't then that look cool? piling onto a fourth. I think it just looks awesome. <laughs> so are all three incapacitated? Uh, yes. Damn, okay. Well, I mean, I bought them time now, right, at this point? Right. I will say, uh, so, in the exchange here, you are getting pretty physical with these, with these mechs. Uh, you're going to suffer a level of harm. Naturally, yeah, sure. Which, for you, I don't believe you've gotten in anything... Uh, major yet no just jump sickness i'm pretty unscathed so far so before you take a major injury roll me brace for impact so roll me 2d6 2d6 plus your armor score which should I come with your anchor zero. <laughs> oh wait well, for the mech you have two actually yeah you get Sorry. a plus two yeah so 2d6 plus two gotcha okay all right first d6 is a th- uh, three the second is a two so seven Five seven plus, two. plus five no, plus five, two, seven. Five plus two, seven. Yeah. All right, seven to nine. You suffer an injury of that severity, so you still suffer a major injury. Yeah, that's probably what happened. I probably would, you know, it's when you, it's one of those things where like, you know, it's punching so hard that it actually hurts your hand, kind of thing, you know. Right. Con- are like you joining it, the concussion gang? Oh yeah. You you kind of have to take a bump in your mech. Much like a wrestler would do when they do a suplex. Yeah, like, it, you know, you're definitely putting Quite. something on the line there. You know, for and sure. And you're just, like, ended up slamming yourself into the, like, the front bulkhead of your Oof. mech's, like, hatch. Yeah, it would hurt. It would definitely... Ribs it would it, out it would of so, air. You would definitely get, like, the sort of, like, um, bone shake kind of thing. You yeah, know, like, it would <laughs> rattle. <laughs> Take the major injury bone shake. No, it would, like, <laughs> rattle. You know, you would feel like your skeleton kind of rattle a little bit. Like, you, uh, you know... Take- yeah, when you're I think really he like, has whiplash. Definitely. <laughs> I'd say take bruised ribs. I like that. That's yeah, bruised ribs. Bruised ribs, ribs right. You and then that also, this, that's this, that sucks because I'm just kind of like wandering around like holding yeah. my stomach. Like, so that'll be your major damage. It'll heal in a day or two. Yeah, that's fine. Put some uh, put some deep heat on it. <laughs> we'll be all right. Deep <laughs> <laughs> heat? Damn. That's Dude, a pull. I've had deep... I used to, I had a... Uh, bottle of DP and I didn't realize it expired. I used it literally four years after it expired. I don't oh. know what happened to me. Um, Daryl Ward. Yeah, I've since gotten rid of it. And then I woke up a year later and I'm doing great. Yeah. <laughs> I have a frog growing out of my thigh. <laughs> so, Otto, while you've got these guys' anchors on the ground, you see the hatches all pop open almost in sync and they start crawling out onto the ground. Get back in there! Flopping out onto the pavement just like Spread eagle onto the concrete. I'm not finished with you twats. <laughs> you stand the mech up and they're just standing outside of their... An- they're laying on the ground outside of their anchors. What right do you think you have to come here to, and scare the living life out of all these poor people? What the hell is wrong with you? 
you see uh, two of them start to raise their hands, and one of them goes for like a sidearm and starts like like Tom Hanks in Saving Private Ryan, just plinking shots at you. <laughs> oh Stop, that. Stop that! Stop that! And then oh. one of the other guys runs over and grabs his arm and pulls the gun away. <laughs> it's not going to do anything. That's the scarlet of their group. I imagine. I imagine. Obviously. That, I imagine that me saying this, it almost sounds like a megaphone. <laughs> oh yeah, you're, you're coming through like the out the the exterior speakers of uh, of Bruno. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bruno. That's right. <laughs> I'm not finished with you. Yeah, no. Um, you're the very they, they Wizard of Oz at this point. Bu- bunch now, of now they're like raising their hands in surrender. <laughs> you're giving them a brow beating inside of a mech. Is there anyone outside coordinating the uh, the the evac? It's pretty chaotic. I think should I just I should guard tend these guys right? Just keep them under wraps. That might be the smart play to do. And now you've got three prisoners. Yeah, is law enforcement arriving at some point? Can I uh, pass them over at, at some point? Yeah, as uh, time goes on, uh, now that the immediate threat of these three anchors is down, you you stand guard while the people begin to file in and you are joined by a few of these uh, the Freehold's patchwork anchors. Are you happy that this is where your life is led? Degenerates? She <laughs> what the... One of the, the, the uh, Freehold's anchor anchors comes up to you. Ah, yes. Thanks for holding down the fort, pal. Not at all, sir. I just saw that... Uh, the situation was, it, my decision was really made for me, you know? Well, you did some fine work. That took all three of them by yourself, I think. Yes, it's a, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm rather chuffed, I must say. I didn't think I'd quite <laughs> be able to pull that off. Well, I have some good news. The Jovians appear to be pulling back, and it seems like we've got three new guests. Ah, yes. I bet once they get a look at my face, they will feel even more shame than they do right now. <laughs> Since I'm supposed to be over the hill and all that. I'm sure that'll put a real rise in them. Yeah, I'd hope so. And we'll have a talk with these three. Thanks for uh, rounding them up for us. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, is there anything else that I need uh, to help with? I'm, I feel rather energetic now. I must say, I've got a bit of a, a bit of a kick on, you know. Oh, we could always use some extra Overwatch while we're making sure everyone gets into the shelter. Okay. Okay, I can do that. Do you need Bruno to join me, or is this a solo operation? Bruno. Yes, yeah, is my mech is Bruno. Say hi, Bruno. Oh, you name your mech? Yes, I do. I, I rather find the serial number a bit impersonal. So, uh, Bruno. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think you're more of a people person or a finger-on-the-trigger person? I don't know if I'm really either. I'm more of an uh, animal person or a plant person or a uh, research person. P- uh, of those two the options that you gave, definitely people over triggers. It's not my forte. That's why I declined to use the lightning cannon, as you noticed, because I... Figured a little bit of an arm would shunt off and kill a poor child as it was running away for its safety. Well, well, I think you can uh, leave your anchor for now. Leave the defensive end to us. All right, stay, Bruno. See if you can keep these people in line while we make sure everything's all right. Sounds good. Totally good. So using your very high influence, Otto. Mm-hmm. Very high. Yes, I would certainly plus one. I think it's the highest in the group, though. It is definitely oh, the highest. Yeah, sure. I think both of us sure. have negative ones, so... <laughs> All right, so give me a command roll as you are trying to sort of direct traffic. First D6 is a one. Ooh. Second D6 is a five, so it's seven overall. Nice. Five plus one plus one. All right, seven to nine. Uh, they follow those orders at the best of their ability, though there may be cost in time, resources, or personnel. 
their effectiveness has been significantly impacted in some way. They will not accept a new command until those issues have been dealt with. So the issue here would probably be that as these Jovians are sort of getting out of the Sharon Freeholds, they may end up coming this way. As these Jovians are working their way back out of uh, Sharon Alpha and getting into uh, conflicts with the the Freehold Guard who are set up around the square, uh, the the people around you are being thrown into a bit of a panic, but you manage to wrangle them well enough and get most of them safely in heard as them. these waves of Jovians <laughs> are passing through. They heard you were coming. I'm trying to make a pun off of uh, wave of mutilation and Jovians, but I can't figure it out. <laughs> it, it doesn't match the the syllables. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. But but you managed to keep this crowd. <laughs> you keep the crowd under control in this very hot situation, and there's a similar sort of scene on uh, Sharon Theta, Scarlet. Yeah. As you have been sort of making your way block to block trying to make sure people get out safely. But it seems that for now, the Jovians are on the defensive and they're on their way out. All quiet on the space word front. (laughs) (laughs) And Beatty. Yo. You can't help but think that all of this was for that mech. All of this was some sort of test. For the work of one Dr. Morgan Zaid. 